Because that's S H I T. That spells shit. We're aware, and I know that's fucking weird. But listen to this shit. Listeners, hi, it's Bethany. It's me. Did you hear that song? That song was created by a human. By the human. Fuck me. By a man named Lee Boyle. He is one of my dear, dear friends. He's the husband of one of my very best friends, Mindy. And he's a musician. And I hit him up and I said, Lee, will you do a, like a little theme song for my podcast? Because, you know, sometimes I'll like sing a line or do something silly. And I figured, you know, I I could just create something myself. But then I thought, you know what? Fuck that noise. Um, Let me live in luxury a little bit. Let me have somebody else... Uh, record it so that it sounds um, a little bit more like, wow, Bethany has her shit together. She's got her own podcast song and she's not the one singing it. Anyways, um, I hope you, I hope you like it. I like it. I like how it's, uh, I like that the monotony, you know, of it. It's just kind of, but it's still silly and and piano. Okay, so you're welcome. Happy December. Um it's it's snowed here in Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh PA on on Tuesday. Um it just like snowed a shit ton and I haven't seen I mean, look, okay, like a, a lot of it is melted right now, um, but it snowed a lot. It was very bizarre. It reminded me of being young and, and um, there, me being in school and there being a lot of snow and then having a snow day, which um, if you grew up in a, you know, a four season climate area, you know about those snow days. God, those were exciting. Um, but it felt, it felt weird. It felt weird. What's funny is that I, I technically did get a snow day yesterday. My, the parents of the little boy that I'm nannying for said, don't worry about coming in today. And I said, is it because of the snow? And they said, no, it's because you fucking suck. And you're a terrible nanny. I'm just kidding. Um... Anyways, they were, they were very kind to not let me, not, not let me, not, they were very kind to suggest that I don't drive in the weather. Um, and that's that I'm sitting right now as per usual at the park, um, not too far from where my mom lives and I'm looking out and there's still snow, but this shit's melting. And what's so great is that the sun is out. The sun came out and, um, boy, I'll tell you, I'll never take that Ellie sun for granted ever again. And look, I, I, my biggest thing is not complaining about the weather. I knew what I was getting myself into when I moved home. I was like, come on winter, I'm going to take you on. And 
look, it's, it's, the cold is not my favorite. It's just not. Um, but that's where I'm at. So I just, you know, the only thing I can really do is make the most of it. What's well, not the only thing I could do. I can also, you know, allow myself to feel miserable, you know, and think about all the reasons why the cold sucks and then kind of live in that mind space. But I don't want to do that. So I'm trying to enjoy it. But what's so great is when the sun still comes out, I'm like, man, if it, if it snows here every day and the sun came out, bring on the snow. That sounds great. It'd be unusual, but I just feel the need to tell you guys not for any special reason. You don't need to hear this, but, um, I have severe bladder issues. I've had severe bladder issues my entire life. It's gotten like exponentially worse in the last couple of years. I just want to share with you that every time I come to this park, um, and I park here (laughs) at the park, there is this section near the, the rec center at this local park where there's like this corner where I can safely squat down and tinkle onto the ground. And, you know, literally, I mean, and my mom, you know, where I'm staying with my mother, she's only about a mile from here, but without fail every time, even though I pee before I leave the house, I have to go again. So I come to the park, park my car and I, and I take a whiz on, on the land. And, you know, I'm always very aware of my surroundings in case somebody decides that they're going to, you know, take a stroll through the park. Um, so far I've only seen squirrels and so far nobody has caught me on video. I don't think. So that's, that's good news. Um, it's probably a weird, if there was a video camera somewhere, oh boy. I mean, they're just kind of like, my God, because then, because at this point now, if they were to like back play all of these videos, they would see me like when it was warmer out, like before the leaves fell and then some of the leaves fell and now there are no leaves and there's snow on the ground and I'm wearing a winter coat. So it's just, it's just a silly, it's a, it's a, it's a silly fun image that I'll probably put into a script one day because I I just, I have urinated so many places. It's unbelievable. Anyway, so thank you for that. Thank you for, um, this segment was brought to you by poise pads. So I'll pick those up. They're, they're extra, extra absorbent. So I was, I was struggling with what I wanted to talk about today. In fact, I wanted to do an episode last week and, you know, somehow it just didn't happen. And I've noticed that I've been in a, I wouldn't say a spiral. I would just say in this a little, I've had some resistance in, um, I guess putting myself out there a little bit, you know, and, I don't need, you know, I've never needed to feel super fantastic to share and be honest and and do a podcast episode before. I've never needed to be in a fantastic spot, but for some reason, 
I don't know. Lately, there's just, there's like this inner, this, this inner critic, this, this old lingering notion that I don't have anything important to say and I don't want to hear the sound of my own voice. Now, anybody can relate to this shit, okay? And today, you know, even today I thought, man, what am I going to talk about? Like things, things just don't, don't feel like they're going to flow from my brain. But I thought, you know what, there's, there's, there's always going to be an excuse not to do something. There's always an excuse not to do something. Now, if you give an excuse and you don't do something, usually the world isn't going to end, right? It's not going to end. You can forgive yourself. You can try harder next time. But when there's always an excuse, at what point do you just say, I have to quit doing this shit. I have to, I want to commit to something. I want to commit to a new behavior or a new skill or a new this or that, you know? Um, and we just say, well, you know, I'm going to start tomorrow or, you know, I'm not really, I'm really not feeling it. I want to be able to feel it in order to, to do it. And let me tell you something right now, that mentality has gotten me, I don't want to say nowhere. I've done a lot of really cool awesome things in my life leading up until now. But when I think of the things that I probably could have done that that I that I didn't do cuz I thought, well, you know, I'm not ready that, you know, and look, and, and I am a firm believer that things happen for us when the timing is right. But that doesn't mean that the right timing is going to come out of the blue. You know, we have to create some sort of a momentum. And one of the biggest, one of the biggest setbacks, of course, is, you know, when we feel really great about making a change and we start to get into it. We start doing the thing. You're like, holy shit, I'm doing the thing that I've been meaning to do for a long time. I'm doing it now. And you're feeling good and you're doing it for a few days. And then you just kind of like, I don't really want to, I just don't feel like, you know what, maybe this isn't, I'll do, you know, and you're like, well, at least I did three days in a row. By the way, I love how I just said that because I, have committed to journaling for 15 minutes a day for the next 30 days. And I started on Monday and today is my third day in a row of journaling. So I feel like, am I subconsciously setting myself up tomorrow to not journal and say, well, at least I did it three days in a row. Maybe we'll find out. Um, hopefully not, but we have, we have so many choices in our, in our lives. And I don't mean like when you go to a grocery store and you're trying to choose a peanut butter and you've got 35 choices and you're like, fuck, which one do I choose? You know, I don't mean that just that we have so many options of what we could do because, you know, that mentality, although it's true, it tends to cause people to feel really overwhelmed. I've, I've spent most of my life feeling like, oh, but I want to do so many things. How can I pick just one? 
and then I don't pick any or I just get distracted and then time goes on and goes on and I'm distracted and you know when you throw in a little ADHD and you throw in a little weed and you know codependency and all that kind of shit um but there's all there's just always going to be an excuse you you have to understand that and again an important thing to remember when you if you when 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 if you are making excuses or, or or putting off doing something that you think will really benefit you or you just feel like aligns with who you're becoming or just something that feels right or that you think is going to feel right that you want to be doing that you're putting off you got to be able to ask yourself a few questions you know not like well I'll do it when I'm ready or or you know maybe it's because of this you know I'm feeling this this way if if we took action based on how we feel alone there is no way people would get shit done now look some people musicians uh, uh artists actors whatever you know workaholics people in tech you know there are some people that we have witnessed you know even in the field of what we want to be in working really hard you, you know those people who it's just like Maybe you know somebody who creates music. Maybe they're not famous, you know, but they're, they've always done it. That's just what they do. And you think, my God, this person couldn't survive if they didn't have this, this desire or passion or ability. It's like, it seems to be something they all do. We, most of us aren't going to, to, to be like that. You know, I've, I've spent so much time comparing myself to, to others who seems seem to be really busting their balls to to get things done and i have to i've had to really remind myself especially recently you know that person is on an, a, a completely different path than i am what they're doing is working for them what i'm doing may not be working for me but i don't think what they're doing works for me either because it's, it's just supposed to feel good. It's supposed to feel good. And you know, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to like go in and out of this law of attraction stuff. Again, I know it, but life isn't supposed to be about constant struggles, but you can, you can bet your ass that it will be if that's what you believe, you know, what we believe is everything, everything. What we believe affects every little decision or non-decision that we make. It, it comes from somewhere, you know, and oftentimes it shows up like, well, I just didn't feel like it. Well, I, you know, you know, but it's like, just ask yourself some, some true, some truthful questions you know, and, and, you know, even if you don't think you're going to like the answer, just, just ask yourself the questions. Nobody's forcing you to do anything. You don't have to force yourself to do anything, but, you know, starting somewhere by asking that question will lead you to other things, you know, example. Um, 
you know, I've always been a pretty optimistic person. And I feel like I've always had a lot of blessings in my life and good friends and and good opportunities. But the truth is, is that I've been kind of allowing myself to be a victim to my feelings for a very long time. And when I say, you know, being a victim to my feelings, basically saying, well, you know, I can't do this thing or I can't um, take this action because I feel a certain way. And, and and don't get me wrong, you know, feeling is, is one of the, the biggest components of doing things that, that we want to do. Of course, we want to feel good. But I'm talking about the feelings that I had that came along with anxiety and depression and old childhood fears and, and just all sorts of shit. You know, I mean, I, I mean, if you just can only imagine the amount of people who live fear-based lives and it's just, and I'm what I, you know, I still catch myself doing it all the time. I have a huge fear, like I'm sure most of us do, of losing my loved ones, especially my parents. You know, they're getting older and, you know, we're still in a pandemic, but there's just, but really it's like, I've been working so hard. Maybe that's the key phrase. I shouldn't have to work. I shouldn't. God damn, all of these words that I'm trying not to use. Um, maybe I don't need to be trying so hard, but I have been working towards being present and being in the moment as much as much as possible. Because, you know, as far as I'm concerned, my mom's health is maybe a little bit better than I think it is. You know, but she's a smoker and I imagine the worst. And, you know, this shit comes up with my dad too and other family and whatnot. Um, but if I'm going to sit here and, and constantly allow myself to worry about what could potentially happen to my mom or at what age is she going to, you know, um, pass away and all of these things, if I'm constantly thinking about that, I'm really preventing myself from feeling joy in the moment. And and I and I catch and I've really caught myself doing that especially lately, especially lately. Um and I remind myself, you know, how am I supposed to be in the moment if I'm constantly <laughs> worried about my mom's mortality? you know, or, you know, if something frustrates me, you know, I feel a little bit more lenient towards expressing myself because I think, you know what, she's not going to be here someday. So I'm going to put up with maybe a certain behavior because she's not going to be here someday. Do you see how this is, how this is fear-based, you know? Life is a balance. I mean, I am constantly trying to find a little bit of balance. And here's the funny thing. I don't think we're ever fucking balanced. Not really, but we could be more balanced. Um, You know, it's just kind of like, it's, 
It's like, it's like the scales. <laughs> I don't know why I'm a Libra, so I'm thinking about the Libra scales, but you know, we're, we're going to kind of, we're going to teeter back and forth on, on things, but, and that's, and that's okay. That's totally okay. And so it, you know, but as far as, you know, the, the, the question of, well, how do I be present in, with my mom and just experience joy and have fun if I'm worried about when I'm going to lose her? How am I supposed to do that? Well, you know, for me, the answer is just practice. Just friggin' practice. You know, um, we can't spend our lives distracting ourselves, but there are times when distraction is completely appropriate. You know, there's, there's, you know, sometimes it involves creativity, thinking outside of the box, but, you know, I can pick up, I can pick up, you know, this, this card game that I recently bought or, or Jenga, or, you know, we can watch a funny TV show. My mom and I have been watching The Office together, which is, which is awesome. And, and, um, you know, there's, there's all of these things, but, I can say, I don't want to focus on this really negative thought. And the more I say, I don't want to focus on this really negative thought. Well, I mean, I'm focusing on the negative thought. So it's kind of like, let me completely switch directions here and focus on the shit that feels good. And I feel like all of the things that I'm saying right now you know, they, they all fit under some umbrella that I'm not entirely sure of because, you know, I'm kind of talking about joy. I'm talking about presence. I'm talking about um, excuses and how they're... Can, oh my God. Okay, guys. You know, I usually see a dog while I'm parked here at the park. There is a woman. Oh my God, where did she go? I could see them in the rear view had a giant, just a really thick and luxurious, um, golden retriever. And that was just so fucking adorable. I act like I've never seen an animal every time I see a dog out in public. Anyways, um, you know, a lot of different themes that I'm talking about. And for the sake of me not wanting to really miss out on some things, well, I'm going to look at my little notes section here in my phone. I don't I don't write out a bunch of notes for each episode. I think, you know, no, I'm just going to wing it. And today is one of those rare days when I kind of wish that I had because I knew that I was feeling a little bit scatterbrained. But you know what? Fuck it, right? Because that's just another excuse. I mean, sometimes we just have to fucking do the thing in spite of how we're feeling, you know? make a little commitment. It takes practice, but, um, another thing I would like to say is you can't move forward if you're constantly worried about yesterday or everything, you know, that's led up until now. Um, if you're trying to change something in your life, of course, you know, it takes practice and it's not going to be perfect, but you, you, and you can't assume, you can't assume it's going to be perfect and then get defeated and then stop. You're setting yourself up for more failure. 
but at least you're trying a little, at least on a more consistent basis. You know, you're creating a practice that will create the better habit. Um, There were so many occasions in my life when I wanted to start doing something that I thought would benefit me and I might do it one day and then the story that kept ringing in the back of my mind was you've done this a million times you've tried to do something new and you don't stick with it this is just going to fail it's going to be like everything else why would this be any different and I never knew at the time how how damaging that that thought alone was to my getting anything done you know here I was thinking I was going to be realistic and not wanting to set myself up for failure but I was harping on this old story like well I can't get anything done I've never really gotten anything done I don't work this way this isn't me and it's like we can create new stories we can always create a new story but you have to believe that you can do that in order to do that it's the same thing with joy you know what do you believe about joy do you believe that joy is is conditional you know that that things have to happen in order for you to experience it or are you willing to believe that it's possible to feel joy by potentially not doing any of the things that you think will bring you joy but just in something else and again this this does go back to the law of attraction thing but like for instance I'm sitting in my car right now and um, I'm just going to give an example I'm sitting here and you know let's just say that I have to pee really hard again um, PS I do and so I'm I'm really focused on you know this is a this is a <laughs> I was going to say this is a piss poor example just go with me let's just say that I'm really upset about something okay and I'm sitting in my car and I'm really focused on this thing that's making me feel upset if I want to feel better right I mean I need to stop focusing on what's making me upset now there is this misconception that we have to focus on things that are not making us happy in order for them to potentially change or if we don't focus on them you know then they're not going to change or you know we can't be happy or joyful until x y and z happens and it's it's just i've learned thank god i can't fucking live like that anymore okay so so i'm sitting here in my car Let's pretend I'm really angry about something and I'm focusing on that. And I think, you know, I don't, I want to get myself to feel a little bit better. Let me get myself into a slightly more high, a slightly more higher, a higher vibrational state. So I would, I would think of the things that, that, that do feel good to me right now. Here's one thing. The sun is shining. I can feel the sun. It's shining on my car and I can feel its warmth. And that's fucking awesome. Um, my, my winter boots are really cozy. And so that feels good moving my feet around in my boots. Um, Hey, I bought this nice thick beanie from target the other day. This thing is comfortable as shit. That's a great thing. It's just, it's so simple and it, and it, and it, you know, and it sounds cheesy and it sounds like it, it, you know what it does? It sounds like it, 
shouldn't work. Meaning, it, it sounds like those little things um, shouldn't be a big deal. It's kind of like for the longest time, I assumed that positive thinking meant that we have to see the good in everything, or we have to make the good, you know, the good out of something bad, or always look at the bright side. And even though I think it's a great uh, quality, what I've learned is that I don't have to, I don't have to make something condi- like conditional great. I can just focus. I mean, I mean, chances are there's there's something that brings a smile to your face or makes you laugh or just just something in your immediate vicinity or something a sensation you're feeling in your body that feels good you think about that you think about that shit and it's a small thing but just that small thing believe it or not creates this 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 like little you know even if it's just a small amount a high vibrational higher vibrational energy and you kind of start to feel a little bit better. Now, th- you know, these these tactics aren't meant to make you completely forget about what's going on, but you have to ask yourself the question, do I want to feel a little bit more joy right now or do I want to be upset? Because if your answer is, no, I want to be upset right now, none of this shit is going to work for you or ap- apply for you, you know? Um but the fact is, you know, it's like when it comes coming back to choices, we, we do have a choice on how we want to feel. Um, and, you know, it feels so weird to say that out loud because I, I just I just never would have believed that before. And, you know, we may not feel exactly how we want to feel. But if we want to feel a certain way, being able to even vocalize that and mean it already opens up a little bit of space for that feeling that we're looking for to be more accessible. And this has been my motherfucking TED Talk. I'm just kidding. Um, one of one of the biggest thing, I mean, this, this, this year, I mean, I can't believe we've only have a month left of 2020 with everything that's happened this year. One of the biggest, one of the biggest lessons that I have learned truly, truly. And I have learned so many is how important joy is. I mean, I've really taken joy for granted. In fact, I've always asked myself, why don't I experience enough joy? Why am I always so serious? Why do I always have so many feelings? Why am I always so focused on this? You know, and because I never believed that I had the option to say, well, okay, I accept that I'm feeling this way, but I'm going to choose to feel something different. You know, and, and I don't, I don't know when things really started to click. I mean, there's been so many lessons leading up to this year, but, you know, personal responsibility. I mean, we really are, you know, and, and th- this should get, I was going to say, we really are um, kind of responsible for how we feel about things now. But, but, you know, again, that's a tricky statement because, you know, I might say that to somebody who 
might think that I'm absolutely fucking nuts and think, you know, well, my house just burned down and, you know, I, I don't have any money or I lost a relative to COVID or who knows? There are so many painful things that happen in, in this world, in our lives. There's so many painful things, right? We know they're there and but but we've we've gotten into these habits of kind of making them the forefront in our mind in our in our minds and we don't have to do that you know it's like my mom always watches you know the local news and and stuff like that and um you know a, a shit ton of people watch the news and I, it, to me, it's just, it's like, it's like, I know what they're doing, right? I mean, they have, they have to, they have to talk about the awful shit that's going on, you know, because people, people are attracted to that negative shit. It's so much easier. It is, it it, it, it is, you know, even if we don't think it is, even if we, you know, bullshit ourselves and think that, well, I don't want to be sad, but look at all of these sad things happening. You know, the same goes for joy. The, the, the biggest, the biggest, well, I didn't feel like I didn't finish that thought on the news. You know, the point is, is that, right. They need, they, they need ratings and, and, you know, people want to, people think it's important to watch the news because they want to know what's going on, right. They want to be in the know, you know, but the thing with the fucking news is that they are perpetually just saying the same shit over and over and over and over again. You know, local shootings and, and this this thing happened and this accident and this, this, this and this. And, and, and don't get me wrong. I think watching the news can be perfectly healthy sometimes, but... I just, I, I've, I've, you know, I've, and I'm sure you have too, and maybe you are somebody who really allows, um, the news or, or what we would call the realities of life to, to bring you down, you know, but I just, I just don't think it's fair to say that just because there are so many horrors, uh, in the world that there isn't more good that doesn't mean that you that you you know should should stop yourself from feeling sad and always look at the bright side we have to honor our feelings but at some point you know i think we want to start gauging is this thing bringing me joy or is this causing me more fear is this causing me more sadness do i really want to feel joy here's a huge fucking one ready do I deserve to feel joy? Oh my God. I mean, my, the, you know, this is like the question to all fucking questions because you might want to feel happy and feel good. But if you don't believe subconsciously that you deserve to feel good, how the fuck do you expect to feel good? And by the way, I think that every human on this planet, even even those who have done some deeply, deeply cruel, selfish, what we would deem as fucked up things, I think everybody deserves to feel 
joy. You know, it's, it's, we all deserve fucking joy. There is no reason. You know what I mean? I, I just, I just, I don't believe that we came into this world to just kind of eat shit and, and struggle and be sad and say, well, this is just how it is. I feel like that's another excuse, you know? If you're, if you're listening to this and, and you really don't feel like you deserve joy, and I want you to really ask yourself that question because sometimes it's a scary thing to answer. I mean, there was a time not so long ago when I certainly didn't feel like I deserved to feel joy. And now I'm like, bring on this fucking joy. I'm also finding that, you know, in joy, it allows so many positive things to, to come through. Manifestations, if you will going back to the law of attraction stuff, but you deserve to feel joy. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what you think, you know, that, 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 that you, um, I don't know how I was going to finish that sentence. I don't care what you've, you've done or what you think that you need to experience or, you know, like, you know, creating unnecessary hardships for yourself, um, is just, well, it's just impeding your ability to experience joy. And I just think that we have a choice, you know, I do. I think we have a choice and I didn't know I was making life so much more difficult for myself, you know, leading up until I think this past year, I I didn't know it. I really didn't. Um, I always just kind of thought, well, this is just me. Um, and it's like, you know, even having, um, depression and anxiety and, you know, um, being chemically regulated on Zoloft. Thank you, Zoloft. This, this is brought to you by Zoloft. Um, even with depression and anxiety, you know, that look, the reality is I, I know damn well that there are going to be uncomfortable feelings that come up for me sometimes and sometimes out of the blue and we can't always control those fucking feelings but the difference now at least for me is that I know when those feelings come up instead of me immediately trying to distract myself from it or you know deny it and all these things I can recognize that it's coming up um and it and it's not as scary as it initially as I initially thought it would be. It's just saying, okay, there you are. I see you. What am I feeling? You know, and okay, you know, ask yourself, well, based on, you know, what am I feeling? What am I thinking? You know, is this true or is this just something I'm projecting or believing? Or is this an old self-limiting thought? Like, is this really based in truth? And, you know, what can I do to, to feel better? Um, I've gone down a lot of spirals where I try and analyze things to to death and try and figure out the why. And I I just want you to know, I really don't think the why always matters. It, it, yes, it always helps to have clarity, but we can't, we can't change those. Sometimes things don't really have a a fucking answer and sometimes acceptance and self-compassion and just moving forward with the best of intentions for yourself is enough. 
And you just practice doing that and you get better and better and better. You know, but self-improvement, anything, anything that you want to do, these things do not happen overnight. You can't expect them to. But if you give yourself an opportunity to practice a little bit of something each day and you fail, that's fine. Just do it again. And then if you fail, that's fine. Just keep doing it again. You've at least built some sort of momentum. Um, bet on yourself. You are powerful. You can do the things that you want to do. You are capable of doing these things, as am I. And I clearly needed that reminder. I hope you have a beautiful week. And um, I fucking love you. I fucking love you. I fucking love you. Whoever's listening to this, yeah. That self help ideas and thoughts with Bethany. Oh, that was a good ending, you dickhead. <laughs>